What's up, church? It's Pastor Furman here, ABU and Arnett Benson Unified Church. I hope that you had a great 4th of July, that summer's been good to you, that you've been keeping cool and not being overwhelmed by the heat. Um, but man, I'm excited to jump into today's word. Um, today's message is called, What Lies Ahead? You know, every day is filled with situations that we're just going to have to face. And some we're aware of, um, others come out of nowhere, catch us by surprise. But for God, Nothing is a surprise to him. He knows things that are going to happen before we know them. And uh, man, he wants to help us with that, especially when things that are hard come our way. One way specifically that he does it is by sharing his wisdom with us. And his wisdom is pure and is trustworthy. Um, James talks about this in chapter 3, verses uh, uh, 17 and 18, saying, But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So when you go to the right source, when you go to God, these benefits can happen for us. We can trust what he shares with us is going to be, man, something good. And when we apply it, it's always going to bear fruit in our lives, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance. And three books that are filled with God's wisdom is the book of Proverbs, um, the book of Job, and the book of Ecclesiastes. And we're actually going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes today, chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. But of course, before we jump into today's word and we ask God to share his wisdom with us, um, I just want to prepare our hearts and our minds by praying and just inviting him to meet with us in this moment. So just join me. Uh, Father, we just thank you um, that we could be anywhere in the world. Uh, and you're willing to meet with us. And so, Lord, as we come to you right now, and we come in your son Jesus' name, we ask right now that you would share with us more of your wisdom, that we would gain it so that way the things that lie ahead, the things that are around the corner, the things that uh, maybe we've seen coming or we are unaware of, um, that you would help us face it uh, with great confidence of knowing that you're with us, um, but also that we have all the things to get through it. And so, Lord, we need you. Because uh, you know the difficulties at hand and you know the paths ahead. And so would you just be with us um, as we continue, um, man, just to move forward in life and just take advantage of the days that you've given us. So, Father, we love you. Holy Spirit, speak to us. And Jesus, we pray all this in your mighty name. Amen. All right. If you have a Bible, Ecclesiastes, it's going to be in the Old Testament, chapter 11. We're going to be reading verse 1 through 10. Of course, I'll have it on the screen. But it starts off saying this. Send your grain across the sea, and in time, profits will flow back to you. But divide your investments among many places, for you do not know what risks may lie ahead. When clouds are heavy, the rain comes down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it always stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God, who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you don't know if the prophet will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. Light is sweet, 
How pleasant to see a new day dawning. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless. Young people, it is wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember you must give an account to God for everything you do. So refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. And remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. Mm. So it's kind of like, man, it's, it kind of feels like the person that's writing this and they believe it to be King Solomon. Um, that he's really just picking and choosing things that he's sharing with us. But it's funny because they really all work together and they're all part of wisdom that God wants to share with us. And there's a couple of key things that I really feel like God is speaking about that he wants us to be wiser in. And the first one is this, what you do matter. What you do matters. In verse one and two, it says, send your grain across the sea and in time, profits will flow back to you. But divide your investments among many places for you don't know what risk may lie ahead. So when you hear that, I you're like, well, what is he exactly is he talking about? I think he's talking about a subject that many of us can be uncomfortable with. I think he's talking about our resources, our finances, our money sometimes. And if we're honest, it's probably one that all of us mismanage at one time or another or even currently. And when you mismanage your resources, your money, man, it could create problems um, that weren't once there. And that can wear you down physically, emotionally, mentally. Uh, man, it's even been common to break up marriages and, and, man, starting all kinds of mess. And a common solution that we tend to believe can help get rid of the problem is that we need more of it, right? Does that sound familiar? Like, man, if I just won the lottery, if I just came into some money and I could catch up on my bills, I catch up on this debt, I'd be good. Well, temporarily, that would probably be true. If you got those things, it would help you. But the problem is how we get into those situations. And often it's our actions that lead us to that. And man, we have to be intentional with the resources that God gives us. Understanding that there's more than one way to use it. And that we need to be patient. We need to be understanding that when we're doing what God wants us to do with this money, sometimes we don't automatically see instant results. Sometimes it's going to take time to grow and for those results to come. And we all know that life can be unpredictable. And God's saying, look, man, I don't want you to throw everything in one basket. I don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, right? He's saying, be mindful that something can, hang, can come, things can change, and I don't want you to be completely wiped out. Um, it reminds me of different stories in the Bible when it talks about wisdom and, and just how, man, we, we tend to, to look at it in a singular way, in a, in a singular focus. When God's saying, look, I want you to see things in a wider perspective, understanding that I see things at a wider perspective, and I want you to trust me and to be wiser with it. And so we all need to practice financial responsibility, allowing God to lead us, um, being wise, being generous, and being mindful of how we use it. And when we do, in time, uh, man, we can see... Uh, just the blessings that God gives us, but we could also see how we use it to bless others and watch him multiply. The next verse, verse 3 through 4, says, When clouds are heavy, the rain comes down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. And farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. See, the author here is saying, look, life doesn't stop for any of us. As much as we wish we could pause time, we could pause moments, 
it doesn't, right? You know the saying, bills never stop coming in, right? Things are going to happen that are beyond our control, and they may come at times that we wish were different, that they didn't happen. Um, but we can't allow whatever comes our way to affect our obedience and our actions. I think a lot of us delay our actions a lot of times because we're waiting for the perfect situation, the perfect circumstances, the perfect scenario to where we feel, okay, I think I'm ready to take this on. Um, the problem is we're always feeling like we're not ready. We always don't feel comfortable. We always feel like we need more wisdom. We need more answers. We don't feel equipped. We don't feel prepared. And what did it say? It said, the farmer who waits for perfect weather never plants. If they watch every cloud, they'll never harvest. He's saying, look, man, there's always going to be an excuse available if you're looking for one to not do what you need to. And that sounds like us, right? And when we're intentional with the resources he gives us, man, we can avoid procrastinating. We can accomplish the things that we can never dream of. And man, we could be blessed and to ourselves and to others in the process, experiencing God in, in just amazing ways. Because the truth is, if you procrastinate, you delay, you put off what you know you're supposed to do, um, man, you're never going to accomplish what you need to. And you'll always find yourself stuck at the same place, making the same excuses. And God wants to help you be aware of this, but also push through this and overcome these things. Because what we do matters, right? We can't control everything. Things aren't always going to go our way, but we can control what we do in those moments and we can still press forward and do the things that we need to. So that's the first thing. What we do matters. The second thing I really feel like the Holy Spirit was telling me is, man, focus on what's true, not what's unknown. Focus on what's true, not what's unknown. Verse 5, it says, just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb. So you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Maybe you're somebody that loves control. You know, people that just got to be in control of everything. And when they're not, man, it messes them up, right? It drives them crazy. Uh, well, the same is true for people that just want more. They want more understanding. They want answers. And when they don't have it, it drives them crazy. A lot of times we fall into one of the two categories because it's always hard to accept what's beyond our control or something that we don't understand or we don't have the answers to. And you can find yourself overthinking a situation, questioning a situation, and being affected by everything while doing nothing in the process. Why did this happen? God, where were you at? Uh, does he, did God even really love me? Is he even really for me? You start having all these emotions, these questions start bubbling up and they just start taking over to the point where it's the only thing you think about. It's the only thing you're doing. And I've said this in the past, like it's okay to ask God questions, um, but we can't get hung up on the answers he gives us or the things that he doesn't give us or the things that we lacked or the answers we didn't get. Um, when we focus on the unknown, what we do is we put God in a box based on our limited perspective and our way of thinking. But thankfully, God has no limitations. And so when we lack in, in knowledge of knowing something, what we should really do is rejoice because just because we don't have the understanding, we don't have the knowledge, God does. And that's something that we could praise God and rejoice in. That's something that we could find peace and confidence even when we don't understand the situation. Uh, just because we can't uh, see it, uh, man, we can't uh, man handle it. 
man, God can still see it. God can still handle it. And that's a beautiful and a blessed thing. So instead of trying to make sense of everything, find comfort and praise that God already has, that God already does. Amen. The next verse, verse 6, it says, Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. The author isn't reminding us again, like, hey, we can't always accurately predict, predict what's going to happen. We can't forecast the things that are going to come our way. Um, but that doesn't mean that we do nothing. In fact, it should be the opposite effect. It should ma make us want to do more than even our share um, to ensure that whatever we do, profits are always going to come. Good things are always going to happen because we're putting in the work that is required and even going above that. And man, it's just like uh, when you're learning to drive a car. When you first learn, you have no clue what you're doing. You're confused. And sometimes even if somebody's trying to teach you this, you're probably scaring them to death. Uh, but as you continue to do it, as you continue to learn, you got better. And it got to the point that you mastered it. You know how to do it. Uh, I remember uh, one weekend, my brother went out of town. He said, if you learn how to drive the truck, man, you can use it. And I was like, man, I, I want to do that. The problem was I didn't know how to drive standard. I didn't know how to drive stick. And I was like, well, well this is a situation. I could either do nothing to be here all weekend or I could at least try and see where it gets me. And I'm going to have to learn eventually, even if I don't have somebody there. And so I did. Man, I spent all weekend, me and a couple of my friends trying and learning. And I had a friend that knew how to drive and he was showing us. By the end of the weekend, I knew how to do it. And we did have our hiccups. We did have our problems. Uh, but I learned. I learned. And that's the thing. Just because we could see the risk involved, we could see problems or even things that we're afraid might happen we don't have all the full knowledge we still should need to do what we know needs to be done because when we spend time in god's word we spend time soaking up his wisdom and it helps us focus off of what's the unknown and focus on the truth so, so it, it just leaves us of our limited perspective and allows us to do the things that we need to do. It empowers us to do more. And in the process, we experience the fullness of God has for us in this life. And the third thing is to avoid a life feeling meaningless. We have to live meaningful. Okay, to avoid a life feeling meaningless, we have to live meaningful. Verse 7 and 8 it says, Light is sweet. How pleasant to see a new day dawning. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember that there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless. Now, when you hear that meaningless, right, it probably catches your attention. Like, why am I even doing this? It can really mess you up when you focus on that word. Uh, but what they're trying to come across to us is saying, hey, our days are numbered. Eventually, everything is going to come to an end. And none of us know exactly when that is for each one of us. So we shouldn't take the days that we're given in this life for granted, but always treat them as the gift that they actually are. Instead of, uh, man, instead of being six feet below the ground, we're six feet, six feet above it. And so we should rejoice in that moment. We should rejoice that we woke up today, that we still have breath, that we still have this day ahead of us. Because there's people that didn't wake up. There's people that didn't get this. And so we need to make sure that we take advantage of this, that we actually enjoy this. And, man, that we don't get lost into the busyness of life and, man, just take things for granted. And it's even harder to do that when you're having a tough day, when things are dark. Um, and the fortunate thing is we're going to have those days. We're going to have those tough moments in life. But if we fix our perspective on God 
and we live with the joy of His Spirit, man, we can find light in every situation that makes even the toughest days enjoyable. And that's how you can have peace and comfort when you lose somebody that you love. That's how you can, uh, man, use His strength when you're at your weakest point. That's how you can have the most out of each day instead of feeling like you're getting nothing out of most days. Our minds shape our attitude, our views, and our actions. And God wants us to place our minds in His hands so He could renew it, so we could transform it. Man, but so we could also guarantee that we receive the best that He has for this in this life, even when it's difficult. Verse 9 and 10, he says, Young people, it's wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must give an account to God for everything you've done. So refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. But remember that your youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. So he says, again, meaningless. He's saying, hey, man, remember, everything's going to come to an end. Uh, but you need to make the most of it. You need to make sure that you make time to smell the roses, that you appreciate what you have, that you don't lose sleep over what you've lost or what you don't have anymore or what you lack. Take care of yourself physically, mentally, so you can enjoy every moment of it. Because the older you get, man, we all know our bodies, our minds aren't going to be the same as they are when we're younger. And so we need to take advantage of it. If there's things that we want to do, man, do them. Take advantage because you don't want to look back on your life and be like bitter because you missed out on things that God had for you that he opened the door. And you're like, man, I should have took that. Man, you don't want to find yourself bitter over the shouldas, the wouldas, and the couldas because you just decided not to do it. Man, you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be there. Instead, we should go for it when we have the chance, while we have the capability. And that doesn't mean that we just go for everything. Um, it's understanding uh that God's going to hold us accountable at the end of this for what we do. But you, like I said, you don't want to look back on your life upset for the things that you didn't do or look back on your life upset of the things that you did do. Because uh, for a majority of my early years, man, I did whatever I wanted. And if I'm honest with you, I did a whole lot more worse things than good things. And then when I got a relationship with Jesus, he allowed me to see that. Um, but I also had to work through a lot of those problems and a lot of those things within myself and the things that I've done to make amends, to to be forgiven. Um, man, and I wish I could have done things differently. Uh, but that's the beauty of the gift of today is every day that we're given is the opportunity to do it differently than the day before and to take advantage of today, of this moment and the days ahead. And so we can't slow down life and we can't just go through the motions because when we do, we're going to find ourselves empty, lost and feeling like everything is meaningless. But it doesn't have to be our life. And when we live with intent, man, we could take advantage of the doors that God opens up and find the light and find the joy even on dark days. And so my challenge for all of us is to live meaningful. And how do we do that? Well, how do I live meaningful? Well, it goes to the points that we talked about today. What you do matters. What we do with the resources God gives with us matters. And God wants to help us not just provide in this life, but be abundantly blessed to bless others and to see things multiply in ways that we can never imagine. And we have a responsibility to use it wisely. And when we do, man, all we have to do is access his wisdom by spending time with him. And he'll share it with just like he did today. He's going to share his wisdom with us so we can make sure that we steward it in the best way. 
when we spend time with God, we spend time gaining his wisdom and learning of how exactly to do that and how to be uh, responsible in a good way. And doing these things is going to help you focus on its truth and help you keep your focus off the unknown. Because we know the unknown. It steals your joy. It steals your moments. It steals your opportunities. And those are things that we never can get back. We only have today. We can't turn back tomorrow. And so, man, it keeps us doing the things that are going to be impactful in our life. And it helps us find meaning in life. Making the most of every day given and finding joy in the process. So that's how you do it. That's how you do it. What uh, that's how you live meaningful by doing what matters, okay? By focusing on His truth and not the unknown, and by living meaningful, living with intent, instead of uh, just going through the motions or just focusing on the bad stuff and allowing it to bring you down. So you have the opportunity today. Start today. If you feel like you've been struggling, like you've just been going through the motions, everything's felt meaningless. It doesn't have to be that way. Take advantage of the moments that you have today, of your family, of whatever situation may present itself, and enjoy it. Make the most of it. So let me pray, and we'll be out of here. Sound like my son's trying to knock down the door and come join us. Uh, But let me pray. Father, I just thank you for the gift of life and the gift of today. Uh, I know every night we we take for granted that we're going to wake up another day. Uh, So we just thank you, Lord. Just help us focus on the opportunities that you give us. Help us do all the things that we're able to in this moment, in this life right now, um, so they don't pass us by. But also we can look back and just say that it was a life well spent. Help us live meaningful. And Father, we know that it comes down to doing what matters. And so, Father, help us see that clearly and help us focus on that. Help us not focus on the things that we don't know or the things that we lack Uh, But in those moments when we feel like we're struggling to focus on your truth and through that find comfort, uh, find confidence, find empowerment um, to do the things that are meaningful. So we can say, man, today was a good day. I did a lot of things and I know it was time well spent. Even if it was just me having to go to work, I was still able to interact with people. Or even if I'm just at home with my family, I was still able to take advantage and enjoy those moments. And so, Father, just help us live meaningful. Uh, man, so you could get the glory in all these things and we could see your hand at work in our lives. So, Father, we love you. We thank you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, church, I love y'all. God bless you. I hope this helped you. I hope it gave you some insight and it strengthened you and it helps you live meaningful so you could experience God's best. I love you. Have a great week.